Hello again, everybody. I'm the Common Sense American. And just as a quick update, the Fed has pushed through another 0.75 increase today to battle the white-hot inflation that is ravaging this country. And of course, we're not in a recession, so to speak, only because Papa Joe says we're not in a recession, so I guess we have to listen to him. Um, they're redefining what a recession really means, just like they redefine the word vaccine. Now, this, is, this has led me to the uh, crux of the matter, if you will, when I decided what to do for my podcast today. At first, I was thinking maybe I'd focus on the uh, ongoing issues with the vaccine, which, of course, nobody wants to talk about. But there are concerning stories popping up, people getting sicker. Like, for example, everybody I know who has had uh, the vaccine and then gotten sick with COVID has gotten far sicker than anybody I know who got COVID without a vaccine. Now, I know that runs counter to the statistics, but I'm merely talking about regular, normal, healthy, everyday people. Um, we're also talking about uh, there's been a, a, a disturbing increase in autism uh, in the past few years. Uh, we're talking about people just suddenly dropping dead or having very serious reactions to these vaccines. Is it the minority? Yes, I guess it would have to be, considering how many millions of people have had it. Um, However, it's a concerning thing. I thought I'd talk about that. Then I saw this uh, news today, the, the financial news, and um, over the past week, you know, reflect on Biden's uh, defense of the economy and saying we're not in a recession. Um, the Treasury Secretary uh, Yellen, who has been wrong, well, countless times in the past year, admitted that she was wrong last month, actually, about her stance on inflation last year, um, and is saying that, no, we're not in a recession uh, yet. There's a possibility of it, which is what a lot of people are saying, blah, blah, blah. But what really got me about this, and this is what I wanted to talk about today, I think, is the difference between propaganda and news. Um I actually am not sure many people really know what the difference is anymore. And that's because just about everything you're seeing now is propaganda to some extent. Now, the difference between news and propaganda, now bear in mind one thing, couple, well, a couple of things. First, I am a 20-plus-year veteran of, of journalism. I've been a writer and editor in one capacity or another for several decades. Uh, I've written for newspapers, I've written for websites, I've, I've, I've written for every uh, category from entertainment to politics to uh, town business, to just about everything. Um, I had once told the story about how I had to leave a newspaper because it had already gone completely woke, which translates to racist. Um, and I, I'm not going to repeat that story, but... There are examples of that, and they've mounted over time. Things have only gotten worse. Uh, and what we see now are hugely polarized news publications that cater to a specific audience because that's how they get paid. CNN caters to the left because that's their audience. They know very few people on the right are watching them, so why bother producing news that the right is going to want to listen to? And vice versa, for places like Fox and Daily Wire and Breitbart, there's no reason to put anything left-wing on there because they know who the audience is. Now, in both cases, there is propaganda going on. Is it entirely propaganda? No, there's some real news in there. Um, but the real key of this, news is not supposed to hold any opinion. It's not, not supposed to have any slant or bias. It's simply relaying the facts 
and allowing the viewer or listener to form an opinion on those facts uh, entirely on their own. That is what news is. Now, we don't have that anymore. Um, it's very rare to come across a written news story or um, somebody talking about a story, you know, pundits and, and journalists on, on television or online without a clear injection of opinion and bias. And it used to be that it was rare and called out because it was the cardinal sin of journalism. Now we don't care. Now it's right versus left and it's just a flat out war. And there's no stopping it, partly because of the big business mentality on both sides. If CNN suddenly started to be neutral and decided that they're going to be an actual news organization and just put the news out there, uh, every news that's like the New York Times, for example, all the news that's fit to print, all the news that's fit to relay in its clear, unadulterated form, they would lose viewers because you're going to have to put out uh, stories that your audience, your acquired audience, uh, will either not believe or just run away from. And the same goes for the other side. So what you have... Uh, is an increased echo chamber, whereas one side just watches the only news uh, people they quote-unquote trust without ever listening to anything from the other side because they believe that the other side doesn't have news and does all propaganda, when in fact, just about everybody is doing some form of propaganda because propaganda is about sending a tailored, structured message. It's not about news, right? It's about giving the populace... Uh, an idea of what should be right, of what's going on, of of telling them, and in many ways lying to them about who an enemy might be. For example, pre-World War II Germany, uh, propaganda films, you know, lying about um, who, what the, who the Russians really are or the, or the Jews or, and as the war progressed, never telling them that they lost a battle, only, only saying they won, even when it was a flat out lie. Um, in, in many ways, you could argue that's for morale purposes, but they did that throughout society, even outside of the war, even years prior to uh, the, the invasions uh, of, of France and Poland and what led to the ultimate explosion of, of World War II and, and, and Pearl Harbor and all of that. Before all that happened, they were laying, uh, laying the groundwork for this. And if you look at how they did it, how, the, how all uh, authoritarian regimes... Uh, used propaganda to get a certain uh, person or party in control of the people and do what they want to do. Um, if you look at the Russian czars, if you look at Germany, if you look at what is happening in ha or has happened in socialist countries that have fallen, like Venezuela, for example, and you trace things back, or you look at uh, manifestos by some of these crazy but very smart uh, authoritarian leaders down through history, or uh, the CIA's own breakdown of how to overthrow uh, a government, how to create an unstable populace uh, fed by propaganda, stirred into a maelstrom that allows a party to maintain control no matter what because they are the ones in charge of all the information. Now, the first step of this is you have to have all the pieces in place. 
You can't have one major element of society pushing back against this because then the propaganda doesn't work. The smoke and mirrors, the illusion, it shatters. So you need everybody on board. And with, for us, that would mean you need the media, you need entertainment, which we you know, hugely value, unfortunately. Uh, those people are very, very visible. Um, you, so you need the media, you need entertainment, you need all of, all of the, the news, you know, the media people on board in one way or the other. You need government and you need education. And if all of them are on the same path, if all of them are pushing in one way, all the people in charge, all the people who have power, the pillars of power, if they are all on board in one direction, it becomes very difficult to stop because then you have a machine that is tailoring a message uh, and that will be ingested by every member of the populace from essentially the moment they're born. Right? That's where education uh, comes in. That's why they want that agenda in uh, schools and targeted to the lowest ages possible because they need that foundation. So when these people grow up and are complete and utter messes and complete basket cases, it's what they want because it allows them to maintain control over all these people. If you grew up in a situation where every single authority figure around you, your parents, your teachers, the people on television that they're showing you, what you're hearing and seeing on the internet, who you're uh, interacting with on a daily basis, um, your, even your entertainment, when it's all, when every message is the same and it's all in lockstep, it's very difficult to believe anything else or even consider anything else. Because how could it be that every authority figure is wrong? How could it be that that's not possible, right? As, as children and as young adults, that's really what we believe. The reason why you're supposed to try and maintain a balance is, is to keep this mentality from setting in. You know, you, you might have a left-wing government, somebody in charge in the White House, a Democrat, but maybe you've got a very conservative uh, Hollywood or something, which really has never happened, but I'm just making a, a point. Or you have uh, a, an education system that at its core is still very conservative, fighting back against government, you've got both sides. Then you create a, uh, a very important, a very critical, a very necessary situation for youngins where they're going, well, okay, so this side says this, this side says this, which side do I want to be on? Um, because obviously there are some people who believe this and some people believe this. The goal of this, uh, the leftist propaganda machine now is to make you, them believe that there's not merely two sides. It's obvious that there's two sides. What they want them to understand is that there's only one right and one wrong. Before it was never right and wrong. It was this was this view and this was this view. And, you know, just because one person had held these views didn't necessarily mean they were better or worse. That is the precise opposite now. That is what propaganda does. News simply shows you the sides and says, this is what these people believe, this is what these people believe. Propaganda says, adds, adds a very critical element to that. It says, this is what this, these people believe, this is what these people believe, these are the good people, these are the bad people. That's how propaganda works. Now, they did that with the pandemic. The people who wore masks and took the vaccine, those are the good people. Right? The people who question it in any way are the bad people. And they did it very well. They took advantage because when you're playing with people's uh, 
lives, when you're talking about disease, it's real easy to do, especially when you have, you've already created a society with no backbone, who is already dominated by government and state to the point where it's very near to socialism anyway. So they're going to believe anything the government tells them. And when Big Pharma runs people's lives, as they absolutely do, and they, you, they completely ignore, completely ignore talk of treatment, for example, of this disease, prevention of this disease. Every single statistic we have, for example, says you're going to be far better off if you get this disease, if you are in good condition going in. So that should be a bottom line talk. We should be, they should be, if they cared at all, if they cared at all about your health, they would be cramming that message down your throat every day. What are they doing instead? They're cramming the vaccine down your throat. Why? Because it makes the money. That's it. Now, look at the other side. Look at what else they're doing. Look what they just did with the recession talk. It has now become standard practice for the federal government, or any government really, in this country, to take everything that is real, the facts, and attempt to spin them and turn them on their heads, to not only appease their followers, but to turn news into propaganda by saying something that is clearly real, isn't, and by getting all the authority figures behind it, you've created propaganda. You, you've gone past news. So when you have a bunch of people saying they don't know what a woman is, you have elected officials saying they can't define it, can't define who can get pregnant. Now, science very clearly tells us this. The facts are right there. There's nothing to talk about. There's nothing to debate. Everything else is in everybody's head. Everything. All of it. It's gender, dis it's, it's gender dysmorphia. It's, it's there. It's, it's the, the problem with that is it's all mental and they don't want to talk about it. And because political correctness rules the world, these people have gone completely off the deep end and they're ignoring all scientific and biological facts. So when they do that, they don't have a fact anymore. And they just continue to attempt to push it on you. If you look at colleges today, for example, I saw some snippets of um, my brother's taking a, uh, is in, in school now, he's a return student, and he was taking a history class. And of course, revisionist history is what these people do best. Uh, and there was a question uh, asking, you know, what is the goal of history? And you would think, I mean, they gave you an ABCD answer and one of them was, you know, preserving the facts and, and all of that. And right. And it just made sense. I thought that was right. That would have been the wrong answer. The correct answer is to say that there are no real facts, that facts are fluid, that history isn't really real, that, and here's the scary part. The scariest part is that we're supposed to create a narrative out of this history. Now, there should be no narrative attached to history. You can talk about history and then say, this is what happened, and this is what's going on, and these are the, this is what uh, the conclusions we can draw. Creating a narrative about history means you are creating something in order to give to people in saying that this era or this time in human history, passing judgment on it, was bad because ABC. This is, this is another major step in establishing a takeover of a country, a, a, establishing an authoritarian regime. You erase that country's history. You erase it out of, the, uh, out of the school books. In its place, you essentially tell them that anything prior to oh, about the time they were born is all bad. 
Every, every bit of it. We're not even going to talk about it. We have to repent for that by completely shifting it. Ignore it all. Say and, and all the facts are false. They're all created by people we don't like. In this case, I guess white supremacists. And we're going to alter all of that. And we're going to change that for the future and create a new future by creating a new history first. And you see that throughout education. And it's a great starting point for them. And then if you, if you pick things up and you look at the government, you look at how the media relays its information to the people, every headline is essentially propaganda. Some of them are straight headlines. Some of them are just telling you what it is. And if you read the, the article, it's just what it is. They still exist. It's out there. You really just have to find these neutral sources and read these neutral stories to get the facts of the matter. Even then, though, there's a slight slant. And let's face it, the most popular, by far and away the most ingested media, is hugely slanted on both sides. That is propaganda designed to send a message. And the message, unfortunately, on both sides is basically the same, which is the other side is nasty and bad and everybody wants civil war and that's where we're headed. Well, that's what's going to happen unless we actually start to be civilized again and ignore the fact that uh, what, what's, been going, what's been happening to us is almost beyond our control. We have to take strides and be vigilant in what we ingest and understand that we are being manipulated almost every second of the day. We are being manipulated in every way from everything we see on the internet especially. It's designed to be ingested by a certain audience. And if you are in that audience, make sure that you acknowledge that this piece of information was tailored to you. Again, both sides. But far more on the left side because, let's face it, the majority of the media is hugely left. So they're the ones who are going to tell people. We have, I have uh, friends in Florida who hate DeSantis, of course. Um, and they, you know, they're repeating things they hear, like on MSNBC and, and CNN and CNBC, where they say that there's no crisis at the border. There's nothing wrong. Nothing's going on. They actually repeat this, that there are no illegal aliens coming across. They actually said this. Now, I couldn't possibly know where they had heard that. I, I don't know what source could have told them this. But apparently they heard it. Now, we all know the numbers. It was well over a million uh, just last year that flooded into this country illegal aliens. And that is not counting the 800,000 estimate that completely avoided uh, uh, border authorities entirely. And that's just an estimate. We're close to 2 million unauthorized residents that came into this country last year and are still here. Because this administration doesn't do deportations, doesn't do immigration or citizenship law. With 225,000 encounters by Operation Lone Star in Texas just this year, on track for record-setting numbers. And there are people on the left who will tell you this isn't a problem, who will tell you there is no crisis, who will tell you this is manufactured. Given the numbers, doesn't this sound a lot like Holocaust denial at this point? I mean, it really kind of does. When you have this amount of evidence and the numbers are this insane and you can still have people saying not just saying 
that the numbers are a little off or that they're maybe uh, exaggerated. No, they're saying the numbers aren't real at all and that there is no problem at all anyway. If we're at that level, then yeah, we're talking about mass, and I mean mass delusion. And the only way you create that mass delusion is with propaganda, because it has to override the facts. Only propaganda can do that, and it can only work if everybody is on board. All the pillars of power, education, media, entertainment, government, if they're all there and all pushing the same direction, and I've said this many times before, you are going to end up in a situation where nobody has any idea that what they're hearing is blatantly false and could very well be because every one of them backs up the other. Every single one. And this is extremely dangerous, especially when it comes to like matters of health. You can go out there and find conflicting information for just about everything that these people are saying. It's not that hard, but they are pushing real uh, pushing real hard and trying to erase all that. They are trying to erase its visibility. They're trying to make it so you can't find it. Even if you went looking for it, they're trying to make it so it's very, very difficult to locate. That is a propaganda machine. That is not a uh, all the information that we have should be out there and should be available to everybody in the populace. No, it's exactly the opposite of that. We are going to decide what is bad. We are going to decide what is offensive. We are going to decide uh, what is, quote, disinformation or misinformation. We're going to decide this. You may not have noticed, but the people who are deciding these things are, again, all on one side and all coming from the same direction. They're the only ones allowed to make these determinations. If anybody pushes back with any sort of evidence, doesn't matter how legitimate it is, it's immediately branded as conspiracy theory, just like in any totalitarian regime. Anything that comes back against it is branded as dismissed, not considered. Uh, anybody who entertains it is A, stupid, and B, a threat. Not, to the not just to the government and the regime, but a threat to everybody else because they're backwards and insane and crazy and they believe conspiracy theory. And the state and the government has said this and this and this. This is okay. This is real. This is right. Anybody who says otherwise, doesn't matter what they come forward with, doesn't matter who they quote as experts, doesn't matter what they're bringing forward in terms of documents. No, no, no. None of that's going to matter. What we say goes, and if you don't go with it, then you are a problem and we will have to get rid of you in one way or another. Silencing is the easiest way. That's what propaganda is. That's why we are in the midst of a propaganda whirlwind. Again, mostly from the left because they control everything. But the pushback from the right is also in some ways propaganda because they have to push back and, and appeal to people who are being silenced and say, look, this isn't the only thing that's out there. I'm afraid that a neutral news publication just wouldn't work, would die out in a day. People would be bored. Or it might actually open their eyes and say, oh, so um, this Democrat bill uh, that everybody's screaming about, it doesn't really say what this right-wing headline said it said. It's not quite right. That's, that's exaggerated. And on the other side, maybe you could have someone say, oh, well, this uh, about how Trump's so evil, about how he said, well, no, he didn't really say this, nor did he do this. That was just a complete fabrication. And if you look at certain things, like, for example, you look at, I don't know, Trump's uh, history. There's, he never did anything, said anything in any way that had anything to do with anti-immigration. It was anti-illegal immigration. There are certain things that we just, they're very important distinctions that we are missing 
Because you remove those distinctions in order to get propaganda out there and, pre and present it to everybody as fact. That's what you do. Everything about it, every important thing that's happening, the January 6th thing is all propaganda. How much of that is fact, how much of fiction? We don't know because all of it is propaganda designed specifically with a political agenda in mind. We all know this. Everybody knows it. The left, on the, the left just likes it. It's meant as a distraction. It pops up every single time we hear bad news about midterms and they try and distract you and say, hey, look over here, uh, Trump was bad and all his followers are bad and blah, blah, blah. We made the problem with all of this is that we may never know the facts and the truth of this because when someone goes outlandish and says, uh, this, this and this happened, the other side gets so angry that they push back and they tend to exaggerate as well and say, no, it's all completely wrong and blah, blah, blah. So now you have, what is it? Everything they say is right. Everything they say is, is good and everything on the other side is all bad. Now both sides are saying it and it becomes impossible to, to distinguish fact from fiction because everything sounds like propaganda. As usual, I don't have a solution to this. Um, I, I'm sorry that I don't. I usually present these issues that I see in society. I, if, if I had a solution, I, I'd probably run for office, which would be a complete train wreck. Um, but I don't. I'm just telling you the way it is. I'm telling you things to look out for so maybe you can be a little better informed. And just because uh, you don't like the other side, maybe you should be as neutral as humanly possible just to see uh, what it might be like to ingest some of their news for a little while. Some of it's so insane. It's crazy, right? But where are the neutral newscasters? Where are the stories? You know, try and find them. If you hear about a certain event that, uh, that you want to know a lot about, don't just rely on one or two sources that you go to just because you believe they're always right. Chances are they're not. Chances are they use propaganda to some extent. Chances are they know you are their audience, hence they're going to tell you things you want to hear. That's how marketing works. That's why I never liked the idea of big business getting all jumbled up with journalism because eventually it sort of goes down this road. You get two sides just splitting going, well, this is our audience. That's who we're going to cater to because that's where our money is. Well, you know, I don't know what to do about that, but I'm telling you the way things are. So just be careful out there. Be careful of what you take in as fact. Be careful of what you uh, say, okay, this is the way things are. Make sure you do as much research as possible. Try not to be brought in by certain things. Because then you're just a sap. And nobody wants to be a sap. The left has been using this propaganda machine more than anybody and to great effect. And they're using it to overthrow everything and put their insane back crap ideals in place. It's starting with education, and if you look at how they're tailoring everything and erasing history and changing the definitions of things, you change the definition of vaccine, you change the definition of recession, the only reason they're doing this is because they're doing it to obscure fact and establish fiction as a reality in order to stay in power. That is the definition of propaganda. So that's it for me. I appreciate you listening as always. Went a little long. Uh, hope you don't get too bored. But uh, anyway, um, I don't do any nasty content. I don't swear. We have enough of that in society and I just try to keep it clean and say some common sense things. So that's for me and I will see you again next week. Thank you.